morning and welcome to Noah's Window. You know, Mary Alice is a lifelong student of the Bible. There are times when I discover in the Bible that there are things that we don't think may be all that important to God. And we find out from scripture that they're way more important to God than we think. And one of those things is talk. Yes. You know, because we have the sort of the idea, I don't mean we personally, but I think as human beings, we sort of feel like talk is, is cheap. Talk is, mm -hmm. talk is, this is not really, you know, important. And yet, we see throughout the Bible how important that talk is. I mean, the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. And mm -hmm. The Bible says we will give an account to God for every idle word. So God evidently... Well, so James said the tongue is set on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he said it's, it's hard to hard to tame. Hard to tame right? So I want to go to the 17th Psalm today because I want to point something out to myself. <laughs> and the rest of you can watch as I point this out to myself. What I discover when I uh, say something that I find ill-advised, I typically have already said it. Right. And I think, well, oh, that could have been said better. I uh, wish I hadn't said that. Um, there was a much more constructive way to say that. And I find myself saying those things, but I'm amazed how many times I wind up saying, I shouldn't have said that, but it's already been said. And then you can't take it back. You can't take it back. And I remember um, my dad talking to me about this one time when I was a little kid. He was reminding me to be careful what I said. And he told the story of, uh, of, uh, of someone who was a gossip in a church and told something that wasn't true that went all over the church and then, you know, went beyond. And uh, ultimately, this gossip came to talk to the pastor and said, I'm so sorry. Would you forgive me for that? And the pastor said, well, well, come with me. And he took a feather pillow and he, he ripped it open and threw it out there to the wind. And of course the feathers went everywhere, far and wide. And some were still blowing in the air. And he said, well, go collect those and then come back to me. And she said, well, there's no way I can collect those. They're everywhere. And he said, well, I would forgive you, but the problem is your words are everywhere. Yeah. And so I, I just am hearing this in my own spirit. I want to pay attention to what the Bible says in Psalm 17.3, and I would say 17.3c, because right. it's the third thought mm -hmm. in that verse. The psalmist, and this is David in this particular case, said, look at this language. I am determined not to sin in what I say. So evidently, that's the solution, Mary Alice. I mean, we have to be determined ahead of time mm -hmm. that we're not going to sin in what we say. It's too late to wait after it's over, Right. Right, again, can't take can't take the words back. Yeah, and I just I love what David said. I'm determined. It, mm -hmm. Evidently, he he had had to think carefully, not about what he said, but what he was going to say. What he was he going said. to say, and I think most of the time, if we would just take time to plan ahead and and coach ourselves on restraining ourselves or slowing down and choosing our words carefully, we won't regret taking that time to mm -hmm. have some intentionality about the words that we say. I know for someone like me, I'm a very verbal person. You know, words can, you know, <laughs> words, words are kind of my, my thing. Um, and I also can be pretty intense mm -hmm. with strong feelings and strong opinions. I have to think, if, if I'm going to be determined not to sin in what I have to say, I, I'm going to have to think about the areas where I'm inclined. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, i got to think about... Uh, if I'm opinionated about things that don't matter. Right. And so I've got to determine if I, if I am, 
And if I'm loudly opinionated about stuff that doesn't matter, one decision is as good as another, then I'm going to have to tell myself, okay, the next time you have a strong opinion on something like this, keep it to yourself. Or sometimes it's careless words that we can unintentionally say something that we weren't thinking because we weren't thinking about what we were saying. And we carelessly say something and uh, it it does damage. Well, I mean, I've just been keeping it real. Lord knows you know about this, but um, when I'm frustrated, uh, I can be edgy. I don't think all of us can. But I think the frustration for me especially, you know, and I think I have to coach myself the older I get to watch frustration. And when I get frustrated, slow it down mm-hmm. and and just uh, at that moment, not let my emotions frame my words. And by the way, I've watched you over the years really grow in that. And I, and I really admire and respect that. But I can see you. Stop and again, like I know you've given, I can see things turning. I can see that you're not saying anything, so I know you're thinking things over. And I think that's where we could all employ some wisdom to what's that old saying think before you speak, right? You right. Know? Well, I just have been thinking about myself, okay? I have to think about what I'm predisposed mm-hmm. to do because it, honestly, there are a lot of areas where I am careful, very careful right. about what I say. You know, and, and there are situations where it, it might cause other people to say the wrong thing, but I've been blessed through the years to be so experienced in an area, I can slow down and watch my words very carefully. But then there are times when it's a little more difficult. And I think every one of us is gonna have to like, be honest with ourselves about right. this, because I don't think we can, we can get out in front of this unless we think about how we're predisposed to say the wrong thing. Absolutely, and so we need to, we need to, and I think we need to recruit God's help in that. Oh, good because gracious, we're, we're, yes. we're trying to find those weak areas that we might over, otherwise overlook anyway. Well, I was in Psalm 17.3, and I just want to bounce backward okay. to Psalm 15.3. Because in Psalm 15.3, the psalmist has asked this question, who gets to live close to God? You know, I mean, it doesn't. He just, he's not asking who gets to go to heaven. He's, he's asking, God, who gets to, who gets mm-hmm. to uh, hang with you? Wow. You know, who gets to be close to you? And there's this kind of list of characteristics. And and then notice in verse 3, it says, those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Yeah. And I just think God is listening to how we talk about people or how we post about people or mm-hmm. how we what we say on comment threads. And notice it says, or speak evil of their friends. Why would you speak evil of your friends? Oh, but people yeah, do. They do. That's they right. do, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, how many friendships have been broken because mm-hmm. someone just said something off the cuff to someone else and it got Curious, back to the, right. you know, the person. And, you know, uh, and here's the deal. All our friends have faults. Right. We have faults. We have faults. Oh, yeah, just... somebody can say those things about us. And so, you know, I just pray that I can always say the best, mm-hmm. you know. You know, that goes back to the principle that Jesus taught about, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. If we think about how would we want other people to speak about us and kind of run those things through the filter a moment before we speak about someone else. You know, our my grandmother, of course, you you know, you knew her well too. Uh, everyone was wonderful. Everyone was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember there was uh, uh, an in-law in her family, uh, frankly, who married one of her children. And uh, this person was just a troublemaker in every sense of the word. And eventually, of course, that marriage did break up. But I remember 
this in-law was just doing some really bad stuff and it was the whole family was our house on the Sunday afternoon after church and this this person just showed up and and I remember my dad had to step out and ask him to leave and everybody in the family was talking about what a terrible guy he was dad had preached that morning about playing on the devil's team Mm-hmm. So everybody in the family, and, and rightfully so, because they were all factually correct. I never will forget my grandmother saying "poor," and she called this person's name. He's just playing on the devil's team, playing you know. And you could just see the sadness that she had. May God help us to have that kind of way of looking at mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. talking. My mother was that way too. She was always looking for something good in someone. And we had a family situation where someone did some despicable things. It was horrible. And she just refused to say anything negative about him. And I remember one day I was so upset because this person had hurt someone I love very much. And she said, but you know what? He was so good to fix peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for his kids. <laughs> she had to go to the bottom of the barrel before she could find something positive to say. But she said it with a sincere heart. You so know, she found something he, good here's to what's, say. Here's what's funny. Somebody's watching on Noah's window today and saying, that's just naivete. You know, that, that's just naive. Yeah. You know what? Right. We remember very clearly the two people you just talked about. That's right. And, and their determination. And every time we remember them, it brings a little tear. That's right. And a smile, a pleasant remembrance. So, you know, that, it's, not always, uh, it's not always wise to say everything in our minds. That's right. Well, one more time, I just want us to look at those two scriptures. Psalm 17.3, where the psalmist David said, I am determined not to sin in what I say. And then the Bible says those people who get to hang with God, one of the characteristics, they refuse to gossip. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I meant to end this. I hear I'm doing this. I was going to say this earlier. What could it possibly mean they refuse to gossip? Gossip. How many times are we in a situation where everybody else is talking about somebody and it's almost as if we're being summoned to make mm-hmm. our contribution? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like that's interesting. Say so refuse to gossip. Don't participate. So in other words, they're no. being pulled to gossip, but mm-hmm. they say, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they they won't uh, speak harm to their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. So God help us to watch what we say because God's watching what we say. And listening. And listening. Yes. He is. Would you pray for us, Mary? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, thank you so much for your long suffering with us as we try to grow in this life and and live a life that pleases you and this is an area that's so difficult and i know that you know how hard that is and i just pray that you would help us father to be strong and to carefully weigh our words before we speak them and um, i just pray father that the holy spirit would guide our thoughts because i know our thoughts are going to create our words and our our actions and i just pray the holy spirit would guide our thoughts even today and for each one that's watching or listening today I pray that this would be a a transforming moment in their life for this day and for days coming forward that that the Holy Spirit would guide our words and so that we wouldn't have regrets and that we could draw closer to you because we would refuse these uh, to do harm and to gossip. And we just want to live that kind of life. We want to be close to you, Father, and I pray that you'd help us in that. And uh, I just pray that you'd be with each and every one that's watching or listening, whatever challenges they're facing today, that you would draw them close wrap them in your love may they feel and know your presence and your wisdom and your comfort and your direction and we'll give you all the praise and the glory and we ask this in jesus name amen amen well thank you for joining us today on noah's window god willing we'll be back soon we'll see you tomorrow god bless